Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 231. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Roads going back to the happiest place on the planet, Andy. Uh, what would that be for me? I don't know. The Clippers locker room? <laughs> the all-you-can-eat deli or something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend and check out our sports podcast after this uh, let's jump right on in, though. Uh, Andy, I was obviously referring to the update that came out this afternoon from our local Disney parks here in Orange County. Uh, they killed off the annual passport program uh, during COVID because of, you know, shutdowns and whatnot. And uh, they said, you know, a couple months back, you know, it'll be relatively soon that we have an update. But at the time, they're like, we, we're no longer going to do the annual passport program. Like, well, that's dumb. Uh, well, they, they came out with this. It's now called the Magic Key, uh, and you can choose your key. It's an annual pass, uh, but every level of pass, you still have to reserve your days that you would like to go, which I had that one already. Uh, but they start at $3.99 a person, and that gives you a lot of blackout days. And, uh, that's also only allowed for Southern California residents, uh, goes up to six fifty, And that, uh, is just, I believe California residents. Uh, so yeah, I have a question. What if you live in Bakersfield? Is that Southern California or it gives Central? you a list of the area codes? I, okay. Be- they'd have to double check, but that's also just for that cheap one, the cheap ish one. Um, the other three tiers, only California residents still. I don't know who would have a pass and not live in California, but you could be in San Francisco and have the next level pass. Yeah. Uh, 649. And then from there, 949. And then the most expensive is 1399. That one, uh, all of these you have to pay 179 up front and then your monthly fee from there for 12 months. Uh, that one gives you no blackout dates, but you, again, you still have to make reservations. Um, and the fun thing, I guess uh, you don't have to wait very long for this to kick into gear. August 25th, these things go live. And that same day, if you get your pass, you and you can make a reservation in time, because I'm imagining every person who's going to be, you know, this is like waiting for an iPhone circa 10 years ago. It's going to fill up immediately for that couple days. But yeah, it's cool. I, I mean, I, I missed having the pass. It's a fun thing to go do on a, you know, a Thursday night, go have a beer, go on a ride. So they're back. Yeah, I wonder if uh, attendance started to, to dip a bit after. It have to have been that. I was thinking about it. I was like, think about it this way, too. I mean, international travel's kind of still not where it's at if it's at anything. I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think you're allowed to come here if you're not from here, kind of thing, right? With the travel restrictions. Oh, uh, you got money, you can get anywhere, I think. But. Yeah, but I, so I think from that point of view, you're, you're not having a lot of international people yeah. going into Disneyland. Like, let's say like Mick Jagger's like, I'm going to bring the family to Disneyland. Do you think they're like, sorry, sorry, bud. Okay, well, like shy he's... of being the lead singer for an epic rock band, I just don't think it's the easiest thing to do. And yeah, I mean, you can just tell. My cousin was actually at Disneyland over the weekend uh, and earlier last week, and she was saying it, you know, it was pretty empty. Like They still had long waits for the uh, Splash Mountain and things like that, but Main Street 
it was empty. It was kind of, uh, she said eerie. I mean, she's from Colorado, so she hasn't seen it too many times, but she's used to being, you know, packed when she goes. Um, so yeah, my guess is they kind of were like, we need to speed this up because what's cool is you're getting it right in time for, you know, Halloween seasons right around the corner then Christmas time. So it'll be a nice, uh, way to get back into normal. Yeah. I mean, Disney, Disney needs a win right now. They're, I've had some had some uh, losses here lately. Yes, uh, they did. So, uh, shall we move right along to a uh, uh, pending lawsuit with Disney? Yeah. So Disney is being sued by Scarlett Johansson, the star of the uh, their recent re- released film Black Widow, and then star of like nine other Avengers movies. But uh, this is in regards to the Black Widow movie and in its release, which. I was in theaters, but also on Disney Plus for the $30 fee. So um, I'm sure as a lot of people know, like big stars, a lot of times get a cut of the movie that they're in. That's how they, that's how they get paid. Uh, people like uh, Will Smith will make like $100 million if their movie is a huge hit. Um, so they get a cut of the box office. Uh, so what happens when you release a movie outside of the uh the box office yeah, i'm sure in the fine print uh, it does not mention any payouts from uh, streaming services yeah so disney just uh, kind of assumed ah we're disney you're not gonna fuck with us because you want to make other movies with us at some point we make all the hit movies so uh you don't want to jeopardize a potential payday so you're just not gonna say anything so uh they yeah they put these movies on disney plus made a good amount of money from them and then aren't considering those part of the box office and therefore not paying out on all the revenue they're receiving. Uh, well, Scarlett Johansson uh, doesn't actually need Disney. Like, sure, she's made a lot of money, but she also gets regular work in like Oscar winning movies or Oscar nominated movies. Um, so she decided, yeah, well, fuck this. I'm actually, I'm going to sue that they can't, that they still were in breach of contract by allowing the movie to release the movie on Disney Plus. So, um, seems like she has a good case and uh, a lot of people from Disney were upset that they even tried to do this. So like Kevin Feige, the producer of all the Marvel stuff was like, why would they try to fuck one of my stars like this? Uh, even I heard, um, Bob Iger was like, what the hell are they doing? Like he's Whoa. still, he's still on the board, I believe. Um, yeah, he's still, but he's pulling some strings, but yeah, he's not the CEO anymore. Um, so it's like that's not that's not a good decision. So uh, also um, Emma Stone is considering joining yeah. this as well because the same they thing got happened. thirty bucks from me for that one. Yeah. So the same thing happened with Cruella. So she was a big enough star to get a cut of those revenues, and you know lost out on that. Uh, and what is interesting is uh, we talked about this in, like last year that uh, I think with the Christopher Nolan stuff where he was pissed that a lot of stars were upset about this. Like people like Margot Robbie with uh, the suicide squad, um, Gal Gadot with wonder woman. They're like, these movies are going straight to HBO max. Like our deals are, we make a cut of the revenue um, and they haven't sued, which leads you to believe that uh, Warner brothers took care of them. They said, yeah, we understand what's going on. We'll just give you an extra 10 mil or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, so why is Disney the one that's had a problem? So, um, I also wonder, like, as The Rock, The Rock's just had a new movie. Jungle I Cruise. Assume, I assume he had Although a... I don't really see, feel like he's one to complain, period. 
you know. He just like will work out harder next time. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm using this as fuel. You got me. All right. <laughs> just got to do better. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like The Rock likes money. I do too, but it just doesn't seem like something he'd be like, okay, well, on The Jungle Cruise 2, I'm coming I'm coming at you. Yeah. We'll get even with him later. Uh, also, yeah, Pixar was pissed at Disney corporate as well for putting their movies out on Disney Plus instead of in theaters. Yeah, I heard so, even the animated people are complaining. Yeah, so... <laughs> okay, I mean, the real people that work at Pixar. Uh, not like Woody. Okay. Um, but yeah, it seems like they, they've... <laughs> Disney was cocky with this. It was like, we're fucking Disney. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, well, that's what they did. They sued. <laughs> yeah. That's now the American dream, by the way. It's like... If you use the killer weed roundup, we're going to help you sue. Oh, everything's just about suing. Yeah, you got to hold these people accountable, right? Yeah. So uh, then they're like, shit, we got to we gotta do something to, to make the fans forget about this. Uh, annual passes are back. Yep. I, I forgot. Yeah. Hey, I'm not getting any of the money. Like, I'm not going to be involved in that class action lawsuit. What do I care? Uh, I don't think it's a class action lawsuit. I don't think you're joining Scarlett Johansson on the... You're like, hey, I wanted to cut of that too. <laughs> well, if I was, then I would care. But yeah, since I'm not, yeah. I don't. Yeah, and it, it is funny that there's one of Disney's responses was like, "Hey, she's made a ton of money already," and it's like, "Yeah, you're right, but also you made a ton of money too." So, like, yeah. when two rich parties are arguing, like, you should, I guess justice still matters. I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't know. Yeah. And Disney's made a lot more money than she has. So well, they've been around longer. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move off of Disney for uh, for now. We have some somewhat scary news, but uh, hopefully gets better in the uh, future here. Bob Odenkirk collapsed on set of Better Call Saul uh, last week. He's 58 years old. He uh, last I saw is in stable condition. He had a heart attack, but he'll be OK. Yeah, I mean, always scary when you're down there. Uh, I think it was in New Mexico where it happened. Yeah. So extreme heat. I mean, last season had a had an episode where he had to travel back from like the desert middle of nowhere, and it was horrifying. So like, hopefully they didn't put him through that again. Like I'm sure if even filming that was strenuous. So, um, but yeah, that's that was that was really scary to to hear that. Like, like especially like. He's never been a bigger star at this point. You said he's 58, but this is he's the star of a show that that's really beloved. And then he just had this big action movie that yeah. got good ratings and is they're making a sequel. It's like he's more famous now than he was 20 years ago. And, yeah, um, I'm sure you don't want to see him go right now. No, one no wants we got to get him. at least three more nobodies. Yeah, <laughs> they could work this into the script. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, as long as he's truly fine. Um, I don't think it's that unusual for people his age to have a heart scare. So, yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully you get your uh, your pills and, you know. Yeah, he does whatever you do to get a healthier heart. He drinks his, you know, orange juice, has a pomegranate every day or something. Yeah. And, (laughs) and, you know, wrap, wrap, wrap up, wrap up the show. Yeah, and uh, also put it on Netflix again. so people can watch it for once. I don't, they don't 
they don't put it on until the new season airs, but they only make a season every three years. Yeah, so I think I've seen through season two. I, I don't even know. I think they've done four, so there should be three of them on Netflix, hmm. if that's still how they're doing it even. I think so. I think Netflix co-finances it or something. Interesting. All right, well, I'll look that up, but while I do, tell us about the uh, new Suicide Squad cut. Well, no, I'm talking about the old Suicide Squad. So the, the new Suicide Squad comes out this week to HBO Max, and so far early reviews are really good. This There's is a, a new one. Yeah, it comes out this week. Oh. James Gunn doing it. Hold uh, on. Better call. Oh, no, it's under watch it again. I thought it was at the top of my uh, Netflix. Never mind. Okay. Uh, so anyways, there's there's a new Suicide Squad movie uh, with some some of the same people, some new people like John Cena and Idris Elba. Um, but yeah, great reviews so far. But that led to uh, David Ayer, who directed the, the first movie, the one with Jared Leto from five years ago, um, to put himself in the news. And he has said that the the movie that was released in theaters was not the movie he wanted to make. It was not what he wanted. It was not the edit he wanted. He was completely kicked out of any control of the edit and the movie did not uh, turn out the way he wanted. And he says there is a good movie out there that he made that he filmed the good stuff. And he, if he had a chance to put it all together, he couldn't make a good movie with the footage. Uh, very similar to uh, one Zack Snyder. It sounds like so. Yeah. And his movie was, Okay, I mean, I'll just put it to you this way. No one's watching it again. Well, that's what he knows that the one that was released was bad. It was. But I'm talking about the new one that he made that was four and a half hours long. No one's watching Zack Snyder's. Yes, no one's watching that again. So, I mean, making that defense, if this guy's movie is on the same caliber as that one, I think we might be done seeing these like uh, I'm going to throw a temper tantrum until I get yeah. to make a movie that is better than the one I'm blaming the studio for uh, hacking, quote unquote. Yeah. So so what's interesting is uh, David Ayer, before he did the Suicide Squad, did uh, End of Watch and Fury, which were Those are good. both very well received movies. And it seemed like, oh, he's going to do his superhero movie and get paid and it'll be pretty good. And when it ended up being bad, it seemed to ruin his career because I think he's released two more movies since. And they're both been like both been below. Uh, they're both in rotten, I guess is the best way to describe it. Uh, I know he made that bright movie with like Will Smith and the troll. Never watched it. I never watched it. It was a hit. Like people watched it, but like, I'm pretty sure it's really bad, badly reviewed and see 28%. So, he wrote the tax collector, so that was a piece of crap. I heard. That, yeah, that was his other movie that he did. Which, yeah, what is that? That's a twenty percent on tomatoes, yeah. so it's only getting worse. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf is a Mexican. <laughs> I did not watch that one as well, but I mean, this is he's he wrote Training Day, and he directed End of Watch and Fury, and then it's like Suicide Squad killed him, killed his career. Mm-hmm. It's too bad. Well, maybe uh, his version will be better. Yeah, maybe he's totally right. There's a lot but riding also, on it. Sounds like you're burning your bridges there with uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like, they fucked it up. <laughs> like, okay, thanks. All right, well, uh, there's a new Ninja Turtles. There's new Ninja Turtles again. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't we say this like two months ago or something? <laughs> We did. So there was uh, news of Seth Rogen making a new animated Ninja Turtles for 
for Paramount, who uh, maybe Paramount Plus, who knows, but they want to use that property. They own it outright. Uh, well, now there's another one, another su- supposedly live action one, and it's going to be written by the Jost Brothers, which uh, I did not know existed as an entity, but that is Colin Jost of SNL, the uh, Weekend Update guy, uh, also writes a lot for SNL. And his brother, some guy I've never heard of, um, something Jost. Colby. But they are, they are gonna, they're teaming up to write a new Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, Michael Bay is still going to be a producer. I don't know what that means. I hope that means that he has to legally still be a producer because he was on the those other ones. Uh, but he's not going to spend one day on set. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe uh, they're not going forward with Six Underground 2, so Michael Bay is free, which is scary. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. This is Ninja Turtles with explosions. Yeah. I mean, if you saw those ones from the mid 2000s, whatever, with Megan Fox, what was the year? I don't even know what years those were. Uh, not great. And yeah, those were Transformers. <laughs> Ninja no, Turtles. He didn't direct those ones. He just produced them. But yeah, it was oh. basically just, it was Transformers with Turtles instead. Interesting. Okay. Well, you know who's not in that movie, or at least I don't think will be in that movie? Brendan Fraser. Yeah, we don't know yet, but probably not. But he will be in a couple more things on top of what he's already been doing. He's making that movie, uh, I think it's The Whale or something, where he plays a 600-pound man. Yeah. Uh, that's that's exciting. But he uh, just got cast in two bigger productions here. The first, Killers of the Flower Moon, Scorsese's movie for uh, Apple TV+. Plus. So, yeah, that's that's big. It's still it's Scorsese. It might be Apple TV Plus, but it's still Scorsese. Uh, and then the second one, the movie called Brothers, which is going to be directed by the the guy who made Palm Springs, which was a, a surprise hit last year. Um, so I'm sure whatever he's making next is going to have a little buzz on there. So yeah, Brendan Fraser. And also, I heard that Jungle Cruise was just a ripoff of The Mummy. So. Interesting. So he's going to be uh, suing Disney too. Yeah, maybe he should. He's like, you should make uh, George of the Jungle too. Yeah. Was that a Disney movie? Let me see. Uh, Universal. No, it was a Disney movie. There you Why go. is it not on Disney Plus? That is a good question. Maybe. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe the rights to George of the Jungle are owned by someone else. Like, I don't know. Who knows? But it, it is on be. it is on Disney Plus. Okay, and there is yeah. a George of the Jungle too. No, okay, there's not. But it doesn't star Brendan Fraser. Yeah, don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna ruin this for you. Yeah, it's uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Well, he was in the first one. He's the bad guy from the first one. Oh, then it's Julie Benz, <laughs> Christina Pickles. Are you sure? Kelly Miller, Angus T. Jones, maybe. No, it says well, Christopher Showerman. That's funny that he's not in the <laughs> replaces actual, Brendan Fraser. He's not showing starring at all on here. In on Wikipedia, it, it does it look like yeah. the little kid from uh, uh, Men Two and a Half Men. Yeah, yeah, that's Ang- Angus T. Jones. That's the little kid. That, oh, that's that little kid. Yeah. Uh, so there's really someone in the universe named Christina Pickles. I guess. What a world we live in! Wow. Oh, Great Thomas stuff. Hayden Church. Yeah, he's good. 
Yeah, he was the bad guy in the first one. Michael yeah. Clark Duncan. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how we got there, but... <laughs> okay, so it'd be George of the Jungle 3 unless they do one of those things where it's like, well, the number two one didn't exist. Not my yeah, world. Like, like uh, Terminator Dark Fate. It's like, ah, yeah. oh, those other ones don't count. Yeah. Whatever. It's like uh, Home Alone 3. We need the reboot. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to those. Uh, everything Brennan Fraser is doing now sounds like it's going to be pretty good. So keep an eye on him. Uh, coming to Netflix a week from today, Andy. I guess this is might be season two, but Untold. Now they have an episode about Bruce Jenner from uh, his you know decathlon days and Olympics and all that kind of stuff. But they also have one about Malice at the Palace and Ron Artest. So there's a couple other ones like a girl boxer's husband is her trainer and he is going to kill her and stuff. It's like, I don't care. Uh, but those two looked interesting. And that's out August 10th. So a week from today as you're listening from yesterday as you're listening, I guess. Um, OK, we have three movie trailers, Andy. Mm-hmm. House of Gucci. Whoa, I watched it. I'm impressed. There's there's a lot to take away from this. Uh, everyone's going to point out to characters, uh, the people, Jared Jared Leto, yeah, his right away <laughs> doing a a body transformation. I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know. Uh, similar to uh, the movie you talked about was that last week, um, Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It seems reminiscent of that. Just all right. I'm going to wear a fat suit and I don't know a bald cap. And I mean, it, it looks it looks great. I heard Can't he tell. actually took uh, like acid to his head to make him bald temporarily for about six months. I can't wait to hear all those stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's funny, I'm looking at the cover uh, arts here now and like each character gets their own thing and it says House of Gucci at the bottom. Al Pacino's uh, eerily looks like like Leslie or Ashley Schaefer, uh, Leslie Schaefer, whatever it was. Uh, Will Ferrell's character. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, other people have mentioned that. Yeah, looks like yeah. some sort of Will Ferrell character. Interesting. But Jeremy um, Irons, um, Levin, I don't know if you'd call that a cravat, like a giant tie, scarf maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure this is going to be one of those things where I learn a thing or two about fashion maybe when I watch it. Yeah, and it looks like so Lady Gaga's the star of it, which I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that. I'm not sure. Uh, love Adam Driver. Yeah, so he's, he's good. That's fun. Uh, and it's also Ridley Scott's directing it. So there's two Ridley Scott Adam Driver movies being released this year, which is like Ridley Scott's in his mid 80s. Like, slow down, man. Like, what are you doing? No, when you slow down is when you die, Andy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Good for him. He's still got to make Gladiator 2. Yes, we're starring, waiting on that. Starring Brendan Fraser. All right, it's going to star the guy that replaced him, whatever we yeah. called him. <laughs> But yeah, that trailer just came out. You can expect this November 24th of this year, so a few months away. Uh, next up, there's a new longer trailer uh, for Ghostbusters, and it uh, looks great. Yeah, uh, interesting looking movie that it's seems to be more uh, concerned with the like mythology and all that stuff rather than like Bill Murray cracking jokes, uh, mm -hmm. but we kind of knew that. like Bill Murray will be in the movie, that is confirmed, but... Definitely not in any of these trailers, so I assume it to be a bit part. But 
Um, the trailer does. We do get we get Dan Aykroyd. We don't get his face. Yeah, but his voice. So that, that it, it's a really hard task. How much do you want of those people to be in the movie? You know, you want to make want a this lot. Movie, you want this movie to stand on on its own. You got Ernie Hudson but, in here too. Yeah, I mean they're all they're all supposed to be back. We got Annie Potts at the very beginning. That was yeah, great you do. In, that, in that trailer. So Paul Rudd's gonna do, I think, a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah, and he's up. To, he's up to the task. So yeah. So I don't that need to one, see any more of it. Just put it out. Exactly. That one's expected November eleventh. So November's yeah. gonna be a hot month. But like, how do you fuck that up? Why don't you put that out October twenty second or something? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Uh. Maybe they're expecting Venom to just go on a run because that yeah. trailer came out uh, the other day too, and that's September twenty fourth. And uh, yeah, I mean Woody Harrelson, come on, this is gonna be trouble. Yeah, the role he was born to play, I guess. I mean, he already played it, I guess. Natural born killers, where he plays a serial killer, uh, and now he gets to play a serial killer. So white men can't jump. That was the <laughs> okay. role he was born to play. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, but. Uh, it's also the first time he's had hair in anything, I think. So didn't he have hair in? Uh, no, he had hair in uh, the Hunger Games. <laughs> okay, yeah. Didn't he? I think so, but everyone had like weird costumes and stuff. It was probably yeah. just as fake as the hair in this movie. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm up for this. I I liked the first one more than I think the general audience did. I thought it's silly and stupid. And uh-huh. you know, uh, Woody Harrelson's the narrator of a two minute short called Costco exposed undercover investigation <laughs> from this year. Yeah. How did they get him to do that? I don't know. He's into some weird stuff. <laughs> so here's the question I have about this venom thing. Cause the trailer had a lot of venom talking uh, and I don't remember from before. Is that Tom Hardy talking be- or is it? I think not? it is. Cause I feel like Tom Hardy, like, He's like, can I put something over my my mouth while I act? They're like, no. They're like, but but I want to. And like, and they like compromise. All right, it's like, all right, you can do the venom voice, and while you do it, you could put a scarf over your mouth and yeah. do the dialogue. And he's like, that's that's all I wanted. That's all that's I ever what, wanted. I'll take it. So he's just. Uh, like, it's like, I mean, it doesn't show any like specific credit person on here as voice of venom. I would assume that's him. Yeah, it's just part of part of the deal. You get Tom Hardy, you're going to get a weird voice. Comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, are we going to get into what we're watching uh, next? But before we do that, Andy, that portion of the podcast was brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head to thecliplessleash.com to pick out the greatest dog leash you've ever had. This thing, they have multiple colors, and uh, they work with your dog's current collar or harness. And if you plug in promo code, Tony, that is T-O-N-Y, they're going to give you 65% off at checkout. So head to thecliplessleash.com, plug in promo code Tony at checkout for 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. Okay, Andy, how many things do you have? I have one. I've got five. Oh, wow. Let me uh, knock out three. let Let her rip. Because they're all Netflix things and less important. So uh, I watched a couple older things on Netflix that I'd seen before. Uh, the first one, The Game, David Fincher's The Game. from oh, Very nice. I've been kind of like, ah, should I watch that? My parents love that movie. 
Yeah. And it was one of those things where I've seen like probably 80% of it when I was, you know, 12 and it was on AMC or something. So it's like, I don't really remember it at all. Yeah, I've seen it on TV. And for one thing is I do remember, I don't remember everything that happened, but I remember the ending, which uh, seeing it a second time, you just know what's going to happen. And I think it's a little less uh, interesting. Uh, It's still well-made, like Fincher has cool shots and everything. And uh, Michael Douglas is, of course, perfectly cast. It's almost cheating. They're like, we're going to have, it's a movie about a miserable Wall Street guy, or not even a Wall Street guy, just an investment banker, rich investment banker. And uh, it's like, yep, that's, that's, you got the right guy. You got Michael Douglas. Uh, But he ends up uh, participating in this game that weird things start happening in his life and he, is it part of the game or not like how how deep does this game go uh and it's just a bunch of like conspiracies and stuff it's a lot of twists so it's fun but it's also it's strange how there's just not that many people in it like sean penn is in it not that big of a role but it's not like i was Isn't expecting he to be like, like his oh. brother in that or something yeah i was expecting like oh there's someone from this movie it's like no there's not really it's it's Michael Douglas. He carries the movie. Yeah, he's doing the um, the it's my film, and I'll <laughs> cry if I want to. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other older one I watched, uh, another movie I've seen before, Road to Perdition. Was, mm. uh, Tom Hanks and Paul Newman and uh, young Daniel Craig uh, and uh, Jude Law. So it's four uh, four big names right there. Uh, it's a takes place during the depression. Paul Newman's a mob boss and Tom Hanks works for him and his idiot son, Daniel Craig ends up killing someone and Tom Hanks son witnesses it and they end up going on the run and Jude law is on, is on their tail and it's good, good, uh, you know, gangster movie, good period piece. Well-made Sam Mendes was the director, you know, of, uh, American beauty and skyfall and, 1917 so good filmmaker it's another one i saw when i was like you know 13 years old but i don't yeah. think i saw all of it and i certainly don't remember it at all yeah well uh, check it out yeah and another one where i'm like hmm should i watch that and then i just don't maybe i will yeah i mean you can't go wrong with that cast you're like oh, i watched well, I know. my movie as a tom Cruise or tom hanks movie too yeah you know it's gonna be he's gonna be good at least like you'll you'll like him oh yeah that cast ever, is, is great. Has he and ever no, been? No, he hasn't. Has he ever been a bad guy? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's allowed to be. Yeah. No. Crazy. He is America's father. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I watched, which is you know sometimes on Netflix, like they're definitely spying on you, and um, they just keep recommending something to you, like like ah just get out of here. No, and like you you know you finish something on Netflix and starts playing. Yeah, and finally, like, all right. So, yeah, I kept doing it. It was some, you know, it looks like a low-budget horror movie, and it's like, oh, those are fine. Uh, We Summon the Darkness. And so I think the reason that it was recommended to me, because it's uh, Alexandra Daddario, who's in the White Lotus show that I've been watching, and it's like, I think they knew. It's like, oh, you're watching that show? Well, we got this low-budget horror movie. You'll you'll love it. Um, And it is a low-budget horror movie. It's not, not terrible, but not great by any means i think it thought it was more clever like i don't want to it's like oh we're gonna have this twist you're never expecting it and it's like uh no i saw that coming like I've, I've seen movies before but it's like uh a group of uh 
young girls go to a, a metal concert while there's like a uh, a string of murders going on. And it's like, oh, what's going to happen? Not the worst movie I've ever seen. It was fine for a, it's 8.30 and I'm not going to leave my bed because I hurt my foot. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Playing so too much uh, just, slam ball? No, I have no idea. I'm just old now. I just woke up on Sunday morning and my big toe like hurt. I couldn't like put full pressure on it. You're like Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to like lay in bed, you know, put your foot up. Mm-hmm. Ouch. All right. Want me to do one? Yep. My only movie, uh, which like I said, was a Tom Hanks movie on uh, free to watch on IMDB TV. So I think that's included in like Amazon. Uh, with commercials though, which kind of sucks. And they put them in spots that don't make any sense. Like most movies are like, okay, this is where TV will put commercials here, here, and here. This one's like mid sentence, some guy talking. It's like, well, welcome to Glad. God damn it. But aside from that, this movie's awesome. It's about uh, during the Cold War, an American lawyer is recruited to kind of be like the mediary, uh, you know, uh, middleman kind of thing to make a deal because they uh, want to trade you know, our spy for theirs kind of a thing. Yes. Go to East Berlin. Um, it's based on true story. It's a Steven Spielberg movie. Um, it was awesome. It was very good. Uh, I think it was about two hours and 22 minutes and, uh, yeah, very much, uh, worth watching. Yeah. I've never seen that one. I never, like- I, I probably had heard of it at the time. It's from 2015, but I had never seen it. Yeah, like it was it was a good movie, but I think people were like burnt out, you know, it's like, oh, Spielberg's doing a historical drama. I'm sure it's good, but how interested is it? But yeah, everyone who's watched it, I think I've heard is like, oh, yeah, no, it's definitely worth watching. So, yeah, definitely would recommend. All right, Andy, what else you got? Uh, Well, I went to the movie theaters twice this weekend. Oh, wow. So after going to the theaters, I got a uh, email from Fandango. They're like, hey. Uh, we're giving you $5 credit you got to use within 10 days. And I was like, all right, there's another movie I want to watch. And I'll just, I'll, I wanted to check out the local theater at where I live there and I hadn't been. Uh, so I went by myself for that one. But the first one I went and saw, uh, old M night Shyamalan's old. Ooh. So, um, really interesting premise where they go to a beach and for whatever reason, everyone ages faster. Uh, I would say I'm disappointed that I saw the trailer or at least the trailer should have. I wish it could have still given you the premise without giving you scenes, you know, because then. Things yeah. Would be why does surprising. everything have to be like so obvious now? And like, oh, that was in the trailer. That's all everyone talked about. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I'm waiting for the part where this happens because I saw it in the trailer and like, oh, I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't know um, because there's some cool shit that happens. That would have been really even cooler if it didn't know it was happening. But there, there's other surprises that uh, it's it's thrilling for most of it. Uh, and I would say, like, not surprisingly with Shyamalan is that the ending is a little weird. They don't nail it. Um, I'm not going to say what it is, but I wish it was done better. I think they could have gone either direction and stuck to it and it would have been better either way they went. 
this was based on a graphic novel and I read what the ending of that one was and I was like I actually like that better but also I understand why uh, a big budget movie wouldn't want to end a movie that way but so it's it's worth watching but it's not incredible mm-hmm. so, okay I don't know I think that's that's his career at this point yeah it's like he's he's good and bad he his dialogue is is strange just the people sometimes don't sound like human beings uh-huh. but there's cool stuff that happens in the movie it's like I don't know really hit or miss guy yeah it's like he should let someone write his script after he puts punch it up at story. least you know yeah yeah I'll probably wait to rent it or something be on HBO in a year yeah all right what was your last one uh, a movie I talked about a lot uh, including last year I was excited about this movie coming out last summer and I never did but uh, the Green Knight. This is uh, an A24 directed by David Lowry, who did uh, A Ghost Story and The Old Man and the Gun. So a couple interesting movies that I liked. Uh, and now he's going back to A24. Uh, it is a fantasy horror movie, I guess. How do you might describe it? I don't know. It kind of seems like it would be an adventure movie, but it's not all that adventurous. I think that's the point. Uh, it's it's uh, it's an Arthurian legend. So the uh, the main guy here, uh, Dev Patel, plays Galwin or Gar Garwin, who is the nephew of King Arthur, and uh, he ends up uh, in a game with the Green Knight, which is like a, a mystical creature of some sort, and uh, has to return to fight him a year later, but. Garwin is not a knight. He is just, uh, he's the nephew of the king. He just gets drunk and has sex with women and stuff. He's not like, he's not a noble man yet. So now he has to go out on this adventure alone and take on the green knight. And, you know, weird shit happens because it's an, a weird director <laughs> who makes weird movies. Including a ghost story. Yeah. So there's there's scenes that are will take way too long. You're like, what are they doing? What is going on? But there are also some just some crazy, crazy visuals. So um, I enjoyed it. I feel bad for anyone who went to the theater not knowing what this was. If you're yeah, like, if oh, you, it's if, a fantasy if you, film. <laughs> yeah, if you had never talked about it, I would never have heard of it. it this is like the biggest release A24 has ever had, though. As far as like in theaters, so this was a wide release in theaters. Uh, I think it was second at the box office. But like, yeah, when I left, there was just someone just like that movie would have been incredible if I was high. And it's like, yeah, I get that part of it. Interesting, it's, you know, weird. All right. <laughs> yeah, and they were. Uh- just behind one another uh, at the box office, 6.9 for old and 6.8 for green. Okay. So third. Yeah. Beneath the jungle cruise at 35. Yeah. Also, I had a weird movie experience where I was buying tickets because I was doing this when I got that credit. And like, I assumed they were still doing the thing where you don't sit next to people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, these seats are unavailable. And I was like, all right, so I'll pick the seat next to it. And it turned out, even though there was like 15 people in the whole theater, like, oh, that's because two people bought those seats. And so I was sitting next to like these, this couple 
for the whole movie while it was like kind of an empty theater. Yeah, Orange County is, like, re- is reopened, Andy. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'm stupid. They're not doing that thing anymore. It's full capacity. <laughs> but, All right. So you, you learn. Yeah. I know I haven't been to a theater since. Uh, I don't even remember what I saw, but a few months. Uh, anything else to add before we uh, conclude? No, we covered it. Yeah. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 231 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me. We had off road Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later. <laughs>